Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Force Center Presents Databank Dive. I'm Ken Napsok. 
And I'm Joseph Scrimshaw, and this is the show where we do exactly what the title says. We dive into something from the databank. It could be anything, Star Wars, a character, a vehicle, a planet, who knows? Uh, We do, and then we share it with you. Uh, We do one season of this on the great sci-fi app, The Companion. So if you want to hear those original 10 episodes, you can go check out The Companion and see if that's for you. They got a lot of great stuff over at The Companion. I'm excited to talk about today's topic, Ken. Yeah, this one might uh, might get personal to your Star Wars story, Joseph. Uh, <laughs> to really, for, for the record, put down a story you've mentioned here before. Folks, what are we talking about? This is what we're talking about today. We are going to bip and bop around Cloud City in a cloud car today. <laughs> you know, when you say bip and bop, uh, it, it almost came out that is like, is he going to say a clown car? <laughs> almost. <laughs> cloud car? <laughs> almost. Oh, must. Uh, here is what the StarWars.com databank has to say about cloud cars. These brick-colored atmospheric vehicles keep the peace in the skies of Bespin. Cloud cars feature twin pods connected by a repulsor lift engine and are equipped with light blaster cannons. Each cloud car has a pilot and a gunner. Ooh, okay. Two jobs. We'll get to that. Who work in tandem to intercept starships bound for Cloud City question their captains, and take defensive measures as needed. Hmm. Hmm. As always, we like to go to Wikipedia to see if we can get more information. So for the cloud car, to get more information, we have to go to the Legends tab, where the cloud car becomes a Jedi. Kidding. Manufacturers of cloud cars include Bespin Motors, Ubrookian Yards, and Bakur Repulsor Corp. Man, that's a lot. Just for the cloud car. Cloud cars were a common sight in Cloud City on Bespin, especially the Storm 4 Twin Pod Cloud Car used by the Bespin Wing Guard. Uh, so that's on the legend side, which means that that's also probably the canon description of it there. We'll talk to Alex Damon about the different models of cloud cars out there and how many videos he'll need to make on it after this episode. Uh, all right. So the cloud car is well known. It's been in the Star Wars world since uh, 1980, our time, Joseph. But just for those who might need uh, a little help, uh, how would you describe a cloud car? Uh, imagine uh, two angry beans are a ship. Uh, they're so uh, <laughs> just a little. They're they're bean like is what the, makes me think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they're also they've got a bird beak energy too. Like they're just gonna peck at you. In this very interesting brown color, uh, when I was in uh, in art school, uh, University of Minnesota, getting a visual art degree, I had a favorite uh, color of acrylic paint called burnt sienna. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, these are a, a weird burnt sienna beans, too attached, uh, who are just uh, really kind of upset that you exist. Uh, we've got... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our previous episode was about the gatekeeper droid. These, this is kind of a gatekeeper ship, isn't it? It really is. We we synced up on that without any planning. Uh, your description is wonderful, burnt sienna. Yeah, I, I've never thought of it as brick color, but yeah, I guess if the, the, a classic stereotypical brick, you got uh, you got it right here. This could be used <laughs> to be uh, you know punch a stormtrooper in the face with. I guess uh, I would describe the cloud car as. Fancy slippers tied together and you fly in them. Uh, you know, when you get slippers off the rack and you're like, oh, these these will work. And then you just put some figures in them, some three and three quarter Star Wars figures. You got a cloud car just flying around. Beep, 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 beep. That is just great. Uh, you know, I really look at them again. 
uh, having been to Disneyland relatively recently, you know, they have all the different kinds of rides where you just go in a circle swinging in something, right? Uh, right. right. Different fake rocket ships and Dumbo, you know, <laughs> <Dumbo>. all that. <laughs> uh, we all almost went on the Dumbo ride, but it was something like uh, an hour. And my mother was like, nobody wants to wait an hour for Dumbo. Anyway, uh, I wish in Galaxy's Edge they had an in-universe ride like that where you could sit <laughs> in these little cloud cars and just swing. Man, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Like, just uh, it reminds me of, like almost the old uh, people mover stuff that they used to have at Disneyland. Simple little casual ride that just boop, 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 go around the galaxy, yeah. around the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. So they look so they look simple like that. So that's why I thought of it as we were talking about the physical look of them. Yeah, and, and one, one final thing I'll add to the description. I do actually really like the design. We'll talk about some of the magic of them later, of course, but they, they definitely look as though someone said, what would the future look like? Let's put that into Star Wars. So this is the Jetson vibe is strong. Uh, and I've always kind of enjoyed that about what they look like. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Design wise, it almost looks, and, and I don't remember the actual design history. I'm sure one could look it up. Uh, apologies if, uh, if this is uh, something everybody knows, but it almost looks like they designed a pretty interesting ship. I'm like, mm, it's kind of like a little, a little bean. And then there's a little guy sticking out of the top of it. Yeah. Wait, what if there were two? Now it's interesting. <laughs> That's a great, yeah, yeah. One would look really awkward, but two looks slightly less awkward. Um, what did you think of cloud cars in and around 1980? Yeah, I, I have to say tortured, just melodramatic for when I was six, but like uh, there was so much uh, fewer things in uh, in Star Wars, uh, yeah. but in, in almost all of them were really cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the Falcon and tie bombers and that. And like, uh, I wanted to like the cloud cars and I did like the cloud cars, but they didn't really do anything cool. And the only thing they really did is annoy the really cool people. And I absolutely loved everything about Bespin and I kind of wanted the cloud cars, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. maybe not enough. I don't know. They were the first thing in star Wars that was like, eh, almost cool, but maybe not. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, yeah, it's like, yeah, I know what you mean. Of just like, it's cool just because it's in Star Wars. But then when you pull back, you're like, well, what? Two beans flying around on a pole? What's going on? <laughs> I like, yeah, mm. yeah, exactly, exactly. And that, and that has evolved over the years, but that's how I felt back in the day. Yeah, and and, and yeah, back in the day too. I think maybe I I looked them. I, I had a less than vibe towards them. You know, you got the X-Wing, you got the Falcon, you got Y-Wings, you got B-Wings, A-Wings, you got these little things puttering around. I don't think I fully appreciated them as a, as a kid. I think I do now, which is the follow-up question. Like, what what's our, our, our feelings about cloud cars now as you grow with them, as they become part of your life, as they become a shared reference? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, where, you know, you look at someone and you're like, Star Wars, yeah, cloud cars, right? Right? Cloud cars. Weird. Uh, so I think I appreciate them a lot more. And in a world of cool starships, the X-Wings, it's sometimes nice to get into a vehicle that kind of represents the kind of car I would have. <laughs> if I <laughs> yeah, I think because they are a little bit less cool, I have become much more interested in them as I, mm-hmm. I get older and the variety of it and the, the kind of arc that we go through sometimes with uh, with things in any popular storytelling, but Star Wars in particular, where at first it's not as cool, so you kind of make fun of it, but then you spend enough mm-hmm. time making fun of it and thinking about it that the sort of ironic uh, dislike uh, becomes ironic liking and then the irony drops away and just like I like them period <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. I, that's Cloud Cars and Spice Girls for me. Yeah, absolutely the same. Absolutely the same. And I, I almost can become defensive of, of Cloud Cars. Like, yeah. hey. hey. You know? they, it's really a design, especially, you know, in the original trilogy, only the second movie where they just, they, they could have gone less hard on something, right? They could have just been like, eh, let's make it generic, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. make it weird. Yeah. <laughs> make it so kids ha- look at this and go, but why is it two? What's the deal with that? Like, it invited so much imagination, mm-hmm. even the things in Star Wars that were a little bit more pedestrian. You know, this yeah. was like almost like Han being harassed by event security, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was still, they still went the extra mile to make it weird and interesting. Yeah, they did indeed. And, and you mentioned that the databank seemed to suggest that cloud car pilots, and we'll throw in the gunners, that their main job is to harass captains of incoming ships. <laughs> Only the captains. Uh, <laughs> it's just an effective defense of Cloud City. Do you have other thoughts on cloud cars and their uh, use? And I also want to throw into our discussion here, we can talk about cloud car pilots, but don't forget that there's a gunner there as well. Is this their only purpose is to just harass? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so. And I think it's really interesting uh, that that is their main job because it kind of makes them like bureaucracy, like red tape with laser guns. And I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to say I like uh, red tape with laser guns um, that, uh, but that makes it really interesting because it's it's very similar to the discussion we had in our last episode about the gatekeeper droid. If like you if you tell someone your only job is to tell other people they maybe shouldn't be here, mm. that's mm-hmm. a terrible psychological experiment, right? I like, yeah, <laughs> seventeen years of telling people <laughs> yeah you can't be here. Uh, it starts to harden your soul a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was at a restaurant last night uh, as we're recording this. And the waiters just seemed tired. They just seemed like it was nothing personal. They were just having a hard day, right? Yep. And it got some questions about like, which which one should I get between two dishes? And they were just like, they're very different. I don't, I'm not, I'm not your mouth. What do you want from me? Like having a hard time. And then uh, the other tables in our area were clearly people who were regulars at the restaurant. And the waiter was super friendly to them. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. And the reason I bring this up is I hope that cloud cars, uh, cloud car pilots and gunners have a lot of people that they have to harass because they're maybe not, don't have clearance to be at Cloud City. And then they're just waiting for like, hey, can that, can that one Trandoshan that we know and is a great guy, can he just come through so we can have a break and just ask him about his holidays? See, all right, this is, see, now going back to my security days, this is like dealing with mall walkers versus the people running into shop. Like, right. ah, there's Pete. What's, what's up, Pete? How's it going? How's the kids? And then all of a sudden, like, yes, can I help you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I am a, a terrified by the fact that one is a pilot and one is a gunner. And, like, the gunner just itching. <laughs> just itching over there. Just yep itching over there and and they have these light blasters i I, i've always kind of liked that first of all they they shoot at the falcon oh yeah they hit the falcon far as i think as far as i know uh so that that's intense that's intense to me uh it it, it, it about effective defense at least yeah that makes me think twice about going to best oh yeah no that that is i always kind of thought that was for han because han is has not you know filled out the forms Mm -hmm. not doing this the way uh, you're supposed to write, uh, but it's troubling that that's the way. In theory, they handle everyone. I want to see the cut scene where you know, did was Luke advanced enough that he tried to mind trick them? Did he? 
<laughs> I hope Luke didn't shoot one down. Yeah, yeah. Or he yeah. was allowed to land. That's right. So they didn't harass him. They were given instructions not to harass him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe at the end. They pulled off. I also think Lando was in the control room. Talk about headcanon. And knew, you know, it was Han. It was just like, <laughs> shoot at him a little bit. Shoot at him. Shoot at him a little bit. Yeah, maybe chase him away because I'm going to have to give him up. Yeah. can Will he take no for an answer? No, of course not. He's Han. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, but don't damage my ship. Don't damage my ship. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that ship back. I wonder if the cloud car gunners just really pride themselves on being uh, experts at warning shots of like, oh, yeah, I know exactly yeah. where to hit a ship to rattle them, but not do any damage. Oh, that's got to be what they think about all day because that's all they have. And, and it leads me to the question of what do we think of cloud car pilots? Because I'll, I'll add this here. We, collecting as a, as a child, no Governor Tarkin figure in the Kenner line. No Governor Tarkin figure. One of the main villains in Star Wars. But cloud car pilot? Yes, we had him. What do you think about cloud car pilots? <laughs> yeah, no Jando Donna, uh, but but a cloud car pilot, which I did have, and I can't even remember how I came in possession of it. I think it was either probably a gift from you know a relative who meant well, or I think it was maybe one of those magic moments where you know my parents said you can buy one figure. <laughs> this was the only one there. Yeah, uh, the the figure looked cool, but. You barely saw them in the movie. Uh, I certainly didn't remember seeing them. I didn't have a cloud car pilot. So this was, you know, uh, a man without a purpose (laughs) that I had as an action figure. Uh, So I I think it it really did. It is the mat. It's the magic of the Star Wars action figures because you can make the jokes about them. Mm -hmm. It was actually a pretty cool figure. You know, the arm was uh, molded in the bent position and they had a communicator uh, right. so they could tattle on people. But that was really different, right? A blaster and a communication device. I mean, I, I, in retrospect, what I had was a little action figure of a space TSA agent. <laughs> you really did. You really did. Oh, man, I'm typing those up there. Cloud car pilot figure. Um, look, like we... we, we you're so right about just being, it's so a vintage thing and it's such a, you know, if you, if I was to get one now, I'd love it. I'd display this everywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as a kid, it is, it's, it, it, it's like, you just got the, the, the janitor and not that the janitor doesn't reserve our, deserve our respect, but you just got a figure of a maintenance worker uh, 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 and, and you want Han, you know, you want Luke <laughs> with a lightsaber. And if that was to come out now, like, and like I remember like last Jedi, um, you know, Rose is intentionally designed to be kind of, hey, plain to, uh, maintenance worker. That's kind of her thing. That's kind of where she rises from and becomes this hero. And, uh, and and you know, John Boyega said, I didn't, you know, love my outfits in the first two movies. I love my outfit in the third movie. So I understood there were some 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 complaints logged, lobbed at those figures, right, around Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's a tradition because you got this guy and the Bestman security guys. <laughs> They're just the most bland, boring, yet historic figures that we love and at, and at least the 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 bespin figures right um you you the security guards you saw them right if you yeah. pull up the original kenner cloud car pilot uh the figure is actually pretty cool it's got a different uh you know color scheme that helmet the orange and the yellow but the image on the actual card is <laughs> just this head <laughs> peeking yeah. out of the like top of the cloud car you can't even see the full ship there are no clouds oh, and it gosh. looks just looks like an absolute perv like that window is meant for birds and like this is the world's worst spy sticking his head in <laughs> four lob figure four lob figure 
I have never, I've got it up right here. You can get one price to go, uh, $200. Buy it now on eBay if you want it, kids. Uh, this is amazing. It, it is not even a majestic shot of the cl- cloud car. It's like, this was like the test day at the studio. Like, uh, let's just, I was like, can we get the shot? Put the, uh, you know, Phil, can you get in there? Put on the helmet, get in there. And we're going to take a picture of it. It's the most yeah. basic production shot <laughs> of kind of a head. It really looks like, hey, uh, we might, uh, the costume department might have made the helmets too big uh, for the ship. Can you see if it fits? Uh, no, hey, hey, Phil's stuck in there. Oh, we took a photo for the action figure. Can we get Phil's head out of there? <laughs> oh, man. And it, it, it does totally look like that, that orange and, and yellow. It's, it stands out against uh, any other thing in Star Wars, I think. And, and I think I look at that in a good way in terms of design now. But even as a kid, you're like, this guy looks like he's, a, you know, guiding me around the construction site. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But all this to say, we're, we're kind of, th- but this is in, in the end of the day why you kind of love this figure and this character. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I think that was the ultimate magic of that action figure that I got is because there was so little to work with from the film. It encouraged me to make up a story. And I have shared this on Force Center before, but we, my brother and I really tried to create kind of accurate narratives of, you know, so we played a lot with poor Han <laughs> frozen in carbonite. And what's going on while well, Han's frozen? So I gave the cloud car pilot a name. Uh, I, I watched soap operas with my mom sometimes. And I was, so I was trying to work all that out and figure out how all that worked. So I had this cloud car pilot just desperately in love with Leia. And Leia would be like, look, you're a good guy, but no, I'm, I'm waiting for Han. No, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, I'm here to declare my intentions. <laughs> Please, princess, I have a communicator. Does Han Solo have a communicator in a cool helmet? No. Look, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a rogue sc- scoundrel smuggler, but I got a good job. I got benefits. <laughs> I got a nice two-bedroom investment apartment. Come on. And, and in retrospect, it, it was a guy dressed uh, to fly a specific ship who didn't have it. So it was like a guy in a motorcycle jacket being like, hey, I'd love to give you a ride. I, I don't actually have a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, man. This is, see, this is this is wonderful. Do you feel cheated that we don't have cloud car gunner figures? All these uh, Well, yeah, I mean, I forgot that this they were called Bespin Wingard. And like, how different mm-hmm. would my entire life be if this guy wasn't cloud car pilot, but Bespin Wingard, right? <laughs> Hundred percent. Just think, you you would have had people wanted to, you know, idolizing the Bespin Wingard pilot versus Cloud Car pilot. Yeah, Cloud Car pilot, Clown Car pilot sounds like yeah. The the fact that they didn't come with the Cloud Car and the Cloud Car was probably not the most popular vehicle. Anyway, yeah, a lot of fond memories of this one. We are talking about Cloud Cars, and I would love that. It's not my experience. Sounds like it's not yours. If you're out there listening and you received the Cloud Car for Christmas in eighty. 80 or 83 or 80 anytime let us know i'd like to share i'd like to learn that experience as you share it with us yeah because i'm sure plenty of people like thought it was cool or made up their own story and made it cool it's a weird cool ship so yeah yeah because if you're a completionist you want to get all the set that's one thing but if you're like me you get maybe one or two big ticket items every year uh you know good childhood but you know not a lot of presents under that tree and you open up, you get a cloud car. There's a chance my shoulders would have slumped. And <laughs> it's not fair to the folks, but that would have been the case. So if you're out there, if you have that story, please share. All right. Uh, we uh, are almost uh, going to take a break here. But before we do, we always ask this question. We always kind of get into it, but let's summarize our thoughts. What is the magic of cloud cars, Joseph? What do they bring to the Star Wars saga? 
I think it's, you know, what we were talking about earlier, that they are, they're meant as pedestrian, right? Cloud City is a, is a place like many others. It's beautiful, but it's a, it's a mine facility and, a, you know, a, a basically like a kind of a giant hotel city resort thing. Mm-hmm. I know people live there, but it's very, it's beautiful, but it is also pedestrian. And their role is really pedestrian. They are, they're cops. They're, they're like security, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but even within that, pedestrianness that's just so bizarre and interesting and leads you into all these thoughts and discussions. The other thing that I think is I'm really appreciating about stuff from this era, they are from a different era of Star Wars. They're from an era when there was so much less Star Wars, they became iconic because they were one of the few ships that you could possibly get, right? Um, the Cantobite cops and the Cantobite speeders from Last Jedi are, are kind of similar in vibe, almost almost referencing the cloud car pilots, right? In in the world isn't going to have the same relationship with the Cantobite speeders because there's so much Star Wars, and that kind of makes the cloud cars special because they're from a different time, where even something not as cool we paid a lot of attention to because we just didn't have enough. I think that's a wonderful a wonderful way to look at it. There, uh, I agree with the connection to the. Uh, Cantobite uh, police uh, and their vehicle as well. Yeah, it, it was magical because it was there, and and it seems so simple <laughs> to say that, but yeah, it was true. And 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 you poured over those movies and you and you poured over those stories and those figures, and 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 they become legends. Uh, and, and we always talk about. I think even the reason we're kind of doing data bank dive is to celebrate those background weirdos or those uh, panda babas, the walrus mans of the world, all that stuff that kind of just makes the magic. Um, uh, that that is the 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 secret behind Star Wars success. So yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm making fun of it. I'm sure there was a little bit of a letdown if you got this toy, but I love it. I love the, I do love the design. I again, I do love that. That's what Cloud City kind of is a city in the clouds. Even in Star Wars, it's almost like future forward. It's almost like what what this could be. And I, we talked about the Jetsons uh, earlier, but it's like. Yeah, this is uh, one of those, uh, you know, World's Fair 1933, our cars will fly. What are cars? We're getting them. Like, it just has that vibe. And and I, I really look at the the ILM design team and ever, and all the production designers. And everything. Like, they, they probably had fun designing something so normal, but yeah. it was so right for the galaxy. So right for the galaxy. And as we've mentioned before, you know, the, the, the tattoo test, uh, there's probably a tattoo for everything Star Wars. So if you've got a cloud car tattoo, we want to hear about it. Love that. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on Data Bank Dive. When we come back, we're going to make it personal as we keep discussing the cloud cars here on Data Bank Dive. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Data Bank Dive. I'm Ken Dabsock. That's Joseph Scrimshaw. In the virtual studio, we are discussing cloud cars from The Empire Strikes Back and just the Star Wars galaxy overall. Uh, Big important question here, Joseph. Did you get a chance to fly cloud cars in those uh, Battlefront games you and I enjoy so much? And how was that experience if you did? Yeah, I think there's a a part of the mission, right, in Battlefront, the latest Battlefront 2 with Inversio, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think I flew some cloud cars in some version of the Rogue Squadron games. I didn't have time to to look mm. it up, so I'm going from memory. I loved it. Uh, I remember them in various video games mostly being uh, fast, pretty maneuverable, with really, they say light cannons in the description. I'll say crappy cannons. <laughs> uh, I remember that being inside them feels like I am in a tinfoil box with no shields next to no weapons, but at least I can dodge well. And it was really exciting to finally be in a cloud car and just trying desperately to live. It's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Just like you're, you're stepping on, on the gas in your own living room and you don't have one. You're just like <laughs> pressing the foot of the carpet. 
I love it. I, you mentioned the story mode in Battlefront 2. Yeah, when you pop in that cloud car. And number one, it just shows that the people behind that game and that story are like, hey, you know what's kind of weird? What cloud cars. Let's let's explore that a little bit. Uh, I love that. And then I loved, I think it was, uh, I forget which version of it. I apologize, folks. Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2, all of them. You know, when you have to pilot, you know, you you have the option to get in a cloud car when you're on, on Bespin. And I, I loved it because I'm not the best video game flyer when it comes to Star Wars games. And I get a little uh, turned upside down, lose my way a little bit. And it was almost impossible to do that with a cloud car. You were just bipping and bopping around. And yes, you're right. Blasters, <laughs> not good. Not good. But at least I knew where I was going and I could control my ship a lot easier. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. A lot of fun. Yes. But a uh, little speed. A little speed would have been useful. What lessons can we learn from flying around in a car, cloud car, Joseph? And I'm saying eh, video games, but also in story. You got a pilot, you got a gunner, you got two pods. Any lessons that you want to take from flying? Yeah, I mean, the the element that we've talked about, the element of design where there are two pods and one is the pilot and one is the gunner. I, I wonder if they get to swap, <laughs> if they can yeah. switch in the middle of the shift. But I think that's uh, that seems like a life lesson waiting to happen that, you know, Oftentimes, anything you're doing, you have a pod buddy. <laughs> yes. We are all in this together. Uh, we need to split up duties. Some days you're the cloud car pilot. Some days you're the cloud car gunner. Some days maybe the cloud car gunner doesn't have anything to shoot at, but you still need them in your life. I love that. I love that. Yes, it is, talk about working in tandem, but yet you're not sitting next to each other. You're not even in the same uh, cockpit, like say an, an Arc 170, right, where someone's behind you or anything like that. You, 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 you can talk to them. You can look across and wave at them, but it's instinct, and it is a. It's got to You got to share. Yeah, there's a certain dynamic, and and knowing your roles. I am pilot. You are gunner. Uh, this is what we do. Uh, I, I think there's uh, some some Star Wars balance lessons in flying around in a cloud car. Absolutely. It it also feels like if. Uh, if people maybe have their emotional walls up and they're trying to get closer, but they don't really, you know, they can't quite be physically too close to one another. Like it's like a good uh, mini step towards mm-hmm. intimacy of like, okay, you're in this together uh, yeah. emotionally, uh, but you're entirely separated. You're in tiny little beans and you can only see the top of one another's heads. And you can't even see that because you got helmets on. And, and the helmets, you're not, you can't really move much in those helmets. You, you got to touch each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know the other person's there, but they can't touch you and they're not going to look at you. So baby steps towards intimacy. It, it, it's like I've heard my late aunt, uh, my late, late uncle and uh, my aunt would tell the story of how they almost got divorced while trying to river raft in Yosemite down the river. <laughs> and how just the, 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 the trying to learn that on a low stakes. We're not talking big high adventure water raft. And we're talking you rented it for an hour and you tried to get down the river for a picnic. And he's like, that's the closest we've actually uh, almost came getting divorced. I think the cloud car, it's the, it's the tandem bicycle of the Star Wars galaxy. Yeah, absolutely. Final question of the day. You know, in 2023, Joseph, we got a lot of shows uh, out there, uh, including ones going on right now. Bad Batch Season 2, Mando Season 3, Ahsoka, Acolyte. Uh, you got a lot of Star Wars programming coming out here. So how would you want the cloud card to make its triumphant return to Star Wars? I don't really want this to happen because it's going to be, it would be maybe a little too on the nose, but it would be pretty amazing if uh, in season three of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, Din's absolutely great, cool, uh, revamped N1 Starfighter uh, 
gets destroyed. <laughs> and he has to go to back to Pelimoto for another vehicle. And Grogu's getting into the teen years. You know, he's, he's speaking, he's talking back now. And Pelimoto kits out a cloud car for them so they can both be the pilots. Yeah, look, I, I know it's a atmospheric ship, so Peli would be the perfect one to to make some adjustments to make this a ship you can take around the galaxy. I am worried. I'm worried. I expressed this recently in some Force in episodes. I'm worried that Mando himself, Din Djarin, going around the galaxy with an N1, he's going to run out of space. He's just going to, you can't travel well in that ship. That's like, that's like packing up and heading to a Star Wars uh, celebration, Anaheim in a Ford Mustang. It's not easy to do. There's not a lot of room to pack stuff in. So you need a nice, sensible uh, car. Grogu can have his own room. As he gets older, he's going to want his own room. He's got his own razor crash. So you get the, you get the gunner pod. That's yours. Put up whatever posters you want. And I'm over here. Dad's over here. And, And how comfortable would Grogu fit? Uh, feel there right it's an it's a pod he's very used to pods <laughs> he's very used to pods oh, i love that i love that well we can only hope and i think uh that's the only answer is pelly and mando they could bring the cloud car back but we do want to give uh, a shout out to the battlefront two folks like i said for including it in a relatively recent star wars story mm-hmm. all right we have reached the end here and we're going to rate the wild weird and wondrous factor of cloud cars or as i put in my notes cloud cards which is uh, what you have to have to fly the cloud car our rating is based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos, Lobot, who might have actually been in a cloud car at one point in his life. So out of 10 Lobot heads, one being the least, 10 being the most, Joseph, how many Lobot heads do you give the cloud cars? Well, this rating is a chance uh, to uh, correct the errors of my youth where I was maybe a little hard on cloud cars. Love that cloud car pilot has always been a pilot without a ship. Now I need that ship to be celebrated. So I'm giving it an eight out of 10. It is very basic in the general shape in the design. It's basic in the purpose, but somehow by just having two of them, by giving them the name cloud car and then the extra cool name of storm four class cloud car, uh, there's just an endless amount to speculate, think about, joke about with cloud cars. So I'm giving them eight out of 10. I like that there. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go seven uh, a point lower only because I think even for Star Wars you're like that that's two Plymouth Colts tied together. That's it's a sensible automobile. Yeah, that's great. Um, and, and I almost and almost to honor it, I'll rank it a little lower. But they are weird. They are simply two pods flying around like we thought our future would be. And who knows, maybe it is the future we still can have. So uh, that and then it might have been rated higher for me. But the burnt sienna, as you described it, the brick color as described in data bank, if they had gone a little metallic, shiny, neon, I don't know, something flashing, I don't know, um, it would have been a little bit more weird. But it just looks so normal. So there you go. Seven out of ten. Well, we've had a lot of fun discussing cloud cars. What is your ranking? What did you do with your cloud car pilot? And seriously, if you got a cloud car for Christmas in 1980, I want the picture. Send it to us. Tweet it. And let's see those uh, slumping shoulders. Or maybe you were happy because you were a a good kid who understood uh, gifts are important there. And your your parents put a lot of love into it there, unlike me, apparently. All right. So uh, we're on the way out of here. You can find uh, all things Force Center on our Twitter page uh, at Force Center Pod. Find links to all the things like our Patreon page and more. You can follow me at Ken Napsuck. Go to my website, KenNapsuck.com. From there, you can link uh, link to things like my radio show, Pop Rock and Radio, or my podcast. Podcast, the blathering on the Napsock Network podcast feed. Joseph, where can I find you? 
Yeah, you can find me on all the social media. I am promoting Instagram in particular. It'd be great to have some more friends over there. Instagram is a relatively happy space, <laughs> given the general tenor of social media. I'm at Joseph Scrimshaw on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all sorts of places. So find me there. Find him there. Find us everywhere. All right, my friends, that is it. So for the Cloud Car Pilot and his buddy, the Gunner, we'll see you next time here on Data Bank Dive. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.